are Locked On Cougars. This is your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Thanks for joining us on a Thursday edition of the show. A basketball-heavy show coming up for you. Getting you ready for BYU and Santa Clara in basketball tonight at the Marriott Center. The Broncos and the Cougars squaring off at 7 o'clock. Get you some comments from Mark Pope during media availability yesterday talking about the Broncos and also a one-on-one conversation with senior forward Yoli Childs, exclusive here on Locked On Cougars that we'll get to as well. We'll also catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports news like we normally do. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends over at Spavia in Sandy. We'll tell you what they're offering our listeners here in just a little bit. And with that rundown out of the way, let's get it started. This is Locked On Cougars for February 20th, 2020. What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah, and thanks again for taking the time to download your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars with us here. This podcast is available everywhere podcasts can be found. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, pretty much anywhere and everywhere podcasts can be downloaded and or listened to. You can find us. Make sure to hit that subscribe or follow button. That way you never miss an episode. That way you stay up to date with all the latest in BYU news and also the insider information that you cannot find anywhere else with us here on Locked On Cougars. Let's start off today. BYU basketball in action tonight, 7 o'clock Mountain Time on the CBS Sports Network on the television side of things as they take on the Santa Clara Broncos. Herb Sendex team comes in BYU for their first and only matchup with BYU this season and Santa Clara is an interesting team because they have a good overall record at 18 and 9 but in conference play they're only 5 and 7. I think that they feasted on a bevy of I guess lightweight opponents in the preseason the non-conference portion of their schedule pumped up their record they looked like a better team going into conference play than they have ended up being so far as evidenced by their 5-7 and seven record in West Coast Conference play but this is a team that is plenty dangerous to BYU particularly with the fact that Gonzaga the number two team in the country is on deck for BYU Saturday night the Cougars cannot afford to overlook Santa Clara tonight and talking with the media yesterday uh, Jake Toulson and TJ Haas, as well as Mark Pope, were very quick to say, hey, we're a team that's focused just on the next game or focused on Santa Clara. And I'll take them at their word on that. But as you'll hear here in just a little bit, I had a chance to speak one-on-one with Yoli Childs. He acknowledged the fact that, hey, it's easy to look ahead to Gonzaga, but you have to make sure that your eyes or your mind, your whole person is focused on the game at hand and that is the Santa Clara Broncos tonight. I think Santa Clara coming into this game is going to make for a tough matchup for BYU because they have a lot of size. I believe they have six or seven guys who stand six foot five or taller. A bunch of guys who stand six foot nine or taller. They're led by forward Josip Vrankic, a former player at Wasatch Academy in Mount Pleasant, Utah, the high school academy down there that plays a national schedule. He leads Santa Clara with an average of 11.9 points per game and 5.4 rebounds and he's uh, got a combo with Trey Wirtz one of their guards averaging 11.9 points per game and 3.7 rebounds per game in his own right Uh, Santa Clara is still a young team no seniors on their roster for Herb Sendek their head coach BYU meanwhile has seven seniors on their roster and you hope that that senior um, laden squad that BYU has boasted all year long 
really will carry them. They also have the added pressure of a national ranking. They're number 23 in the newest AP poll that came out earlier this week. And Mark Pope spoke about that yesterday, what it means for his program to finally see themselves ranked in the top 25. I do know this. Like, I mean, I think this ranking, uh, I do know how I feel. And how I feel is I feel so happy for for BYU fans right now. I think that's what I feel happy about. Like, our job hasn't changed at all. Like, we can we can uh, keep getting better every day and we can and we can keep uh, moving towards the goals we have or we cannot and it, the ranking doesn't really affect that but i do know that it means something i think it means something to people and I, we actually care we care about our fans we care about this community and we care about um, this school and how it's represented and so for all those reasons it's really fun and it's really rewarding it's really great but in terms of like in the trenches for us it we have the same job, you know. There you go, Mark Pope. And you heard him say that the job, the, their job as the BYU basketball program hasn't changed. they got to continue to win games. They have to continue to improve. And losing Dalton Nixon, it looks like for the foreseeable future, I would be surprised if he's back on the court before the West Coast Conference Tournament. I've been told that's kind of where he's thinking he can come back. But, man, with a double ankle sprain, as it's been reported by guys like uh, Post Jimmer on Twitter from Vanquish the Foe, t- talking of Steve Pierce, that's his Twitter handle, at Post Jimmer. Uh, I would be surprised if you see Dalton Nixon back before the NCAA tournament. It's a nasty, nasty injury that he suffered, and it's unfortunate. But uh, you, you hope that guys like Dalton Nixon can be a good influence on younger players like Gavin Baxter, who are just kind of getting back into the swing of things. Baxter's got to be a big factor in both of these games coming up. Because like I said, there's plenty of size on Santa Clara's roster, and even Gonzaga's roster's got all kinds of size. And Gavin Baxter's got to be able to be a factor in the post in both of these matchups coming up, but particularly tonight, as BYU can't afford to have a slip-up against the likes of Santa Clara in tonight's game. Uh, Mark Pope also talked about the fact that playing Santa Clara for the first time this season in your third-to-last game of the regular season, it's kind of a unique circumstance. It's a byproduct of how the West Coast Conference is scheduling uh, with the 16-game conference slate versus the original 18-game slate they used to play with. And here's what he had to say about Santa Clara and his thoughts on facing off against the Broncos. It's a little different, right? Um, but we've been watching them. They're good. I mean, they're really good. They're, they're really scary. They're the 15th longest team in, in the country, and, and uh, they've won big games on the road this season. Um, they, uh, they can really shoot it. Uh, they have, they're really, really physical in the post, ducking in and transition off ball screens, and that's been a, a problem for us in the past. It's something that's really concerning. Um, so it's a uh, you know it, it is a little different that we haven't played them, but but it, it doesn't change the magnitude of the game. There you go, Mark Pope, and I, yeah, it it is just it, it's weird to look at this and say you know what you haven't seen Santa Clara play BYU this season, but it's just kind of how it goes. And you heard Mark Pope say, hey, they've won big games on the road this season. They've got an opportunity here to come in and in theory, uh, tally, tack another pelt onto their board, to use that expression. And I think that it's a it's a dangerous matchup tonight for BYU. They do have to stay focused on the task at hand. you gotta beat Sa- you got to beat Santa Clara and then turn your attention to Gonzaga. I can tell you this much, though. BYU's focus is also on preparing for Gonzaga because they only have one day of preparation before the Zags show up in Provo on Saturday after tonight's game. So they, they already are working on certain things with regards to the Bulldogs and that matchup on Saturday night, but... 
it's it's just one of those things. You can't have that distraction. And Pope talked about that yesterday. He said, well, I'll let him explain it. Here you go. Here's Mark Pope on distractions and what he expects from his team going into tonight's game. There's a reason why you guys get so bored with me because we're a broken record. Because we say the same thing and preach the same thing every single day. And um, and what's what's great is that our guys are regurgitating it now too. And, and so, yeah, I mean, you know, there's all kinds of distractions. Senior night's a distraction. The end of the season is a distraction. Um, you know, um, uh, you know all the pressures that come with finishing your your season. You know, we're getting closer to the end of the season. I hope we're not too close. And so there's all kind of distractions, but there's always distractions. I mean, we've had distractions all season long. And you know, we talk about the things that veterans do for you, and we've talked about this a lot. They don't make every shot. They don't make every right decision. They don't jump higher or run faster, but they they do have experience in handling um, situations. And so, you know, I trust that these guys will do the same thing here. There you go. There's that word trust from Mark Pope. He, he trusts his team to get things right. And I think that's the right mentality to have from his team. I think his team has really taken that to heart. They've trusted that their head coach is going to put them in positions to succeed. You saw that against uh, the likes of uh, San Diego this past weekend as BYU wins it on a play that was drawn up in the huddle. And it's just an, it's, it's cool to see guys like uh, BYU senior class, speaking of Jake Tools and TJ Hawes, Yoli Child. Dalton Nix and just to name a few they've all bought into this and they've reaped the benefits from it and that's a credit to Mark Pope and his staff for their ability to get these guys to buy in and believe that you know what we can do this guys buy in here and we're going to have a good run and uh, it looks like things are looking up for BYU tonight like I said they're facing off against the Broncos 7 o'clock Mountain Time at the Marriott Center on CBS Sports Network if you want to tune into that also there'll be radio calls on the BYU radio network on KSL also the BYU radio channels on Sirius XM, 107.9 FM. So plenty of opportunities to catch the Cougars, the number 23-ranked team in the country, face off against Santa Clara, and we'll have more on this for you on tomorrow's show. Coming up here in just a minute, we're going to catch up uh, with Yoli Childs, a one-on-one conversation I had with him yesterday to talk about what his senior season has been like for him, getting ready for these back-to-back final home games in a BYU uniform for him. We'll talk about that here in just a minute. Before we do that, though, do need to talk to you today about our good friends at Spavia. 10261 South State Street here in Sandy, Utah. Spavia's main goal is to bring the five-star luxury resort feel to anybody and everybody at a reasonable price. And I know that sounds like an oxymoron, but I've been to Spavia, I've spoken with their staff, and they are top notch. They have incredible promotions, gift card deals, spa package discounts. They offer couples massages if you and your significant other want to go get a massage together. You can do anything and everything you want to do with the feel of a five-star resort or a five-star resort spa, excuse me, with Spavia. They offer facials. They've got every type of spa treatment you would want. Hot stone massages, sports massages, deep tissue. I, man, whatever you want, they'll take care of you. All you need to do to get taken care of is call Spavia, 801-424-7566. Mention you're a Locked On Cougars listener, and they'll help you out, put together a great package, or just make sure you're taking care of yourself. If you want to get something for a significant other, or if you want to get something for yourself, Spavia can take care of you guys. Score points and give the gift of ultimate relaxation and pampering. Give the gift of Spavia. You can stop by, once again, 10261 South State Street in Sandy. It's right next to the Carl's Jr. there, if you know where that's at on State 
Street near Jordan High School, or you can give them a call once again, 801-424-7566. Once again, mention you're a Locked On Cougars listener, and Spavia will make sure you're taken care of. All right, guys, BYU basketball plays their final two home games of the season. They're going to honor seven seniors on Saturday night ahead of their game against Gonzaga. I had a chance to speak one-on-one with Yoli Childs yesterday to talk about kind of the winding path that this senior season has been for him. And if any of you have listened to an interview with Yoli Childs, you know he is one of the best interviews on in the BYU athletic department in period. End of story. No doubt about it. Had a great conversation with him. Wanted to get that for you guys on today's show. So without further ado, here is BYU senior forward Yoli Childs with myself right here on Locked on Cougars. Final two home games for you in a BYU uniform coming up this week. What are your emotions going into these two matchups? Uh, man, I can't really even put it into words. It's surreal. It's crazy. Um, it's everything. You know, I'm feeling uh, first and foremost gratitude. I'm really grateful for the number of games I've been able to play in here. I'm, I'm grateful to represent this university and this basketball program. Um, it's, it's just going to be unreal putting it on in here the last couple times. Um, I'm sad. You know, it's, it's one of those feelings where I wish I could play with this team forever. Um, and I'm excited. It's a great opportunity. It's two really big games for us. So a lot of emotions all over the board. But uh, once we put those jerseys on, we're just going to be locked in and focused on taking it one play at a time and giving it our all. Coach Burgess was on a radio show last week talking about the fact that he's you, the coaches have asked all of you, the players, you got six weeks here to focus in on this. And you have a lot of other things going on in life, obviously. A bunch of you guys are married. A bunch of you guys, TJ just had a kid, obviously. They've asked you to lock in for these next six weeks. Is that the message that's been communicated to you guys saying, hey, you guys have a chance to do something here that hasn't happened in a little bit? Yeah, I mean, we're going to sacrifice every single day, you know. And uh, the biggest thing that, that we don't want is to look back with regrets. You know, that, that would be horrible. Yeah to look back and and say we didn't give it our all. And uh, no matter how far we go, what we accomplish, the biggest thing that we want to do is be able to say I gave it my all every single day, every single game. Um, So we're going to sacrifice for these next six weeks or however long it's going to be and and, uh, hopefully reap the rewards for the rest of our lives and, and make this university proud for the rest of our lives. You were obviously a surprise returner to this program after you declared for the NBA draft last year. Has this season played out kind of how you envisioned it playing out? Not at all. Okay. <laughs> Not even close. Um, and that's the that's the beauty of God's plan for you, um, is that this season has been nothing like I thought it was going to be. You know, missing nine games with the suspension, being out four games with an injury, uh, the, the ups and downs we've had as a team, how close we've become as a team. Um, there's a lot of things I didn't expect. There's a lot of things that have sucked more than I thought they would and have been way better than I thought they would be. And uh, I've grown so much as a player and a person from it. And uh, it's, it's really a, a testament to the fact that God's plan is greater than your plan. Is there any concern for you guys thinking ahead to Gonzaga when you have Santa Clara staring you in the face tomorrow night? Honestly, a lot of teams would, yeah. And I, th- I think that happens to a lot of teams in our conference. Um, and those are that's the same reasons that teams drop games that they should, they should win. And uh, this team's really locked in on the next game. Um, no matter who we play, whether it's the, the last-ranked team in the country or the number-one-ranked team in the country, everybody's got to put five guys out there and play with one ball and two baskets and get after it and compete. And uh, we're extremely excited. Santa Clara is a very good team. Uh, they had a really good preseason. They've struggled a little bit lately, and I think that's actually going to bring them more fire and more passion into this game. So we're really excited. Take me through that alley-oop on Saturday night. Was that the 
like is that the play that was called in the huddle? Yeah, we thought that that would be the read. Um, it's similar to the play we ran against St. Mary's. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a difficult situation to guard where you have uh, Jake on the snap and then me rolling and TJ coming off the ball screen. And TJ is just so gifted with the ball in his hands and making reads. And whether the defense goes under, it's probably going to be a shot for him. If they smash down on me, it's probably a shot for Jake. And if they hard hedge the way they did, it was probably a pass to me. So I definitely had the easiest job of, of, the, of the three. He released that alley-oop from beyond the three-point line. Were you, was there any concern for you saying, okay, get this on point here for me? No, no. TJ, TJ's, <laughs> TJ's unreal, and, and I always trust him to make the right play. He always does, and uh, he's just – we have that chemistry of we've been playing together for four years now, and uh, we have that feel. You know, I, I know if he's going to shoot, if he's going to pass, he, even if he's doing fakes and crazy stuff that, that fakes everyone out, me and him always kind of know what's going on. You guys have been one of the hottest shooting teams, especially from beyond the arc this season. What has gone into that? Um, I think we just are consistent every day. We don't get too high. We don't get too low. And uh, we continue to finish our shots and trust our shots and trust each other, regardless of if they're going in or not. Uh, We've had games this year where we started struggling and we finished it really well. We've had games where we started really well and struggled at the end. But we're just consistent and we try to finish our shots every time and trust each other. You missed the first matchup with Gonzaga earlier this season. How excited are you to face off against the number two team in the country? Uh, right now, I'm more excited about Santa Clara, yeah. but I'm really excited for the opportunity to play Gonzaga as well. Mm-hmm. They have big-time players. They're a big-time organization, and uh, uh, they play hard, and they play the right way. So both games this weekend are going to be a ton of fun. Are you excited to see the crowds that are coming out this week for both these games? Oh, yeah. We have the, we have the best fans in the world, and uh, I think we're going to show that, and it's going to be fun to show that on national television. Yoli, thanks so much. Appreciate you. Thanks for your time. There you go. Yoli Childs, BYU forward. And you heard him say this senior season has not gone at all how he planned. But he mentioned the fact, you know what, it's worked out and things are looking up for this program. You also heard him talk about the fact that, yeah, I'm focused on Santa Clara, but there is some thought looking ahead to Gonzaga here. And BYU's just got to take care of business against the Broncos. There's no doubt about it. Just go out there, dominate a team that has not been as good in conference play as they were earlier this season. Uh, It's not a senior-dominated team, so they should fold relatively easy, you would hope. But BYU's got to take care of business tonight against Santa Clara and then Yoli and his teammates speaking of like guys like TJ Hawes and Jake Toulson can turn their minds to senior night uh, as they get honored for their play in a BYU uniform ahead of that top 25 showdown or top five showdown against number two ranked Gonzaga so thanks to Yoli Childs for joining us here on the show always a great conversation you heard him talk about the fact that he's just he's grateful for his time in a BYU uniform and that's great to hear if you're a BYU fan it should make you think you know what I'm glad this young man has become, and he's been just an upstanding representative of BYU in general, the basketball program, and the school at large, a convert to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I've got nothing but the utmost respect for a young man like Yoli Childs. He's just been awesome awesome to deal with and I know I'm speaking from a media perspective but I, I respect him as a young man and he's, he's just truly been a great representative of BYU and the mission of the university as a whole so thanks again to Yoli Childs for joining us here on Locked On Cougars alright coming up in a minute we'll catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports news a lot to get you ready for on this Thursday night also getting you ready well actually we're looking back on some of the things that happened earlier earlier this week in BYU sports before we do that though a 
reminder for you guys to listen to this podcast. You don't have to so much as lift a finger, real literally. All you have to do is tell your smart device. If you get in your car, a lot of you like myself, you plug in your phone to your car and it's pretty much part of your car at that point or you have a smart speaker at home you tell it play podcast locked on cougars and that way you stay up to date with all the latest in byu sports news as i've stated multiple times on this podcast we aim to be your one-stop shop for all the byu sports news and insider information that you cannot find anywhere else and the easiest way to do that once again is to tell your smart device play podcast locked on cougars and as a result we hope to make you the smartest byu fan in the room all right, guys, catching up on everything else going on in BYU sports news currently. Let's start off with a Hall of Fame honor going out to former BYU legend Wally Joyner. He'll be one of 10 individuals inducted into the West Coast Conference Hall of Honor Saturday, March 7th at the Orleans Hotel in Las Vegas. Uh, he's an All-American who played first base at BYU from 1981 to 1983. He spent 16 seasons in the major leagues on his way to being named an All-Star and playing in the 1998 World Series. I, I always think it's funny when you see programs that join a conference and then the conference goes back and pulls players from that program's history to be part of their Hall of Honor. And I understand what the West Coast Conference is doing. It's just funny to me that a guy like Wally Joyner, who played in the WAC mainly, during, well, played in the WAC when he was at BYU, will now be part of the West Coast Conference Hall of Honor. But no doubt, it's a great honor for him and congratulations to him. It had a great Hall of Fame career of I guess not a Hall of Fame career, but just a great overall Major League Baseball career. 16 seasons in the bigs. You don't do that without being something special. And congratulations to Ollie Joyner in that regard. Uh, Teams in action tonight or today, starting off in Hawaii, the men's golf program with uh, Peter Kest, who was named to the Ben Hogan Award watch list, which is given to the best golfer in the country each year. Essentially, it's the Heisman of men's golf. Uh, he and his team are out in Lihue, Hawaii at the John A. Burns Intercollegiate. That begins today and runs through Saturday. Uh, men's golf didn't have a great tournament in their first spring tournament earlier on uh, this month. So hopefully, a showing in Hawaii will get them going here. The weather's been a little bit better, so I'm sure they've practiced a lot more and looking forward to seeing how they do over the next three days of competition out there. BYU baseball, men's baseball off their top 25 upset against Oregon State on Monday. They are right back in action in California in San Luis Obispo, California to face off against Cal Poly. They'll have one game tonight against the Mustangs at 6 o'clock Pacific time. That'll be at 7 o'clock Mountain time. There'll be a radio broadcast on the BYU Cougars app and BYU Radio 107.9 FM. You also can stream the game on BigWest.tv. There's a link on the BYU Cougars website if you want to watch the Cougars in action there. Uh, they'll play games tomorrow and Saturday as well against Cal Poly and women's softball also in action tonight as they take on UC Riverside at the Big League's Dreams Complex Yankee Field in Cathedral City, California. It's part of the Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic. They'll be in action tomorrow and Saturday as well for women's softball. But they start action tonight 6 o'clock Pacific time there in Cathedral City. Uh, 7 o'clock Mountain Time. There will be a live stream if you want to subscribe to Flow Softball to watch the women's softball program in action. And then one final note, two final notes for you. Uh, men's volleyball in action tonight as they host Concordia Irvine at the Smith Fieldhouse. There will be a live broadcast on BYU TV at 7 o'clock Mountain Time. Uh, BYU going to be shorthanded in this game. Gabby Garcia Fernandez, his status with the program very much in question. Some reports in the Daily Herald and the like that uh, the program is handling something internally and he will not be playing for the for the time being. That's an interesting situation there. And additionally, Filippo Di- 
Ferreira de Brito also got injured in BYU's last match at Grand Canyon, and he is not expected to play in tonight's match. So BYU down two of the better players, the number two ranked team in the country, as they face off against Concordia Irvine. Sean Patchell, the former BYU player and coach, actually is the head coach of Concordia, so it should be a fun reunion there. Once again, 7 o'clock Mountain Time as BYU volleyball takes on Concordia at the Smith Fieldhouse. And then finally, women's basketball in action at 8 o'clock Mountain Time tonight as they take on Santa Clara out at the Levy Event Center in Santa Clara, California. There'll be a live stream of that game on the WCC Network if you want to watch that game and watch BYU in action against the Broncos on the women's side of things. So full Thursday night, full of action for BYU sports. You can take it all in. We'll be back tomorrow recapping it all for you, letting you know how everything went. Best of luck to the BYU men's basketball program tonight. Like I said, they've got to keep their focus just on uh, Santa Clara tonight and then let Gonzaga enter your minds as soon as that game goes final. Top 25 showdowns are nothing to sniff at, especially at the Marriott Center when it doesn't happen all that often. But first things first for BYU, go take care of business against uh, go take care of business against the Santa Clara Broncos tonight. We'll have a full recap of that for you on tomorrow's show. Thanks again for joining us. Follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Locked On Cougars. You can follow my personal Twitter feed at Jacob C Hatch, and always feel free to reach out to the show. Email us lockedonbyu at gmail.com. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for February 20th, 2020. We will talk to you tomorrow.